Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Uh, my name is Mark, as it is every week. Hello. And every week I am joined by... Mm. Jackie. Joseph Joestar. And... Jimenez. Uh, Chicas. <laughs> and... I'm not here every week. Uh, My- Miles. All right. And Mark. Thanks. It's okay. So it's Mark, Jackie, Miles, and Chicas. <laughs> and jo- Joseph Joestar. And Joseph Joestar, who will not speak for the entire <laughs> podcast. Great. No. Joseph, lean into your microphone. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Chicas is here finishing up uh, the. <laughs> what are you laughing? Are you laughing at your own? He's trying joke? to do his ASMR. Do All right. So, so <laughs> Chicas is finishing up uh, the arc with us of uh, Iggy the Fool and Ndul, uh, the Geb, or Ndul and Geb. Mm. Um, if you found this podcast in one way, I'll tell you the other way you can find it. If you found us on soundcloud.com slash jjbpod, you can find us on iTunes. Just look up JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Same with any app that just catches podcasts. And I'm going to put us on Google and Spotify soon, just in case that grows our audience. Hooray. For you weirdos that use those services. We'll also visit you in your dreams. <laughs> Death 13 style. Um, you can... Email us. People like to do that. If you have any corrections or thoughts or feelings. Uh, or if you're confused. Yeah. In any way. We'll also take threats. We'll take threats. <laughs> but we'll go right back at you. No. Fan art. Fan art. Social security numbers. Identities. They, yes. Yeah. Credit card numbers with the CVV. Yep. Nudes. Uh, it's, but nudes like an no. abbreviation for noodles. We don't take nudes. Uh, oh, noodles. Yes. <laughs> noodles. Yes. It's Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. And you can tweet to us if you have less to say. Uh, <laughs> at JJBpod. Uh, I also did you, sometimes... Did you mention SoundCloud or the fact that mm-hmm. it might not yes. exist mm-hmm. anymore? Oh. SoundCloud is fine. Chance the Rapper said it would be fine. Oh, okay. Is oh. he going to buy it? What does he know? I don't know. He said it, he said it will not die. Why does he... What is he... How is he an insider? I have no idea. Maybe he bit it and it will become a rapper like him. Oh. It will live forever. Okay. Aunt May won't see that coming. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what? I was going vampire. You went Spider-Man. Yeah. It's more topical. You know, the rapper Prodigy had a song where it was like, rappers don't die, they just turn to legends. But he died. (gasps) But he's a legend. Yeah, but he also he's also You can be both. Dead. A dead legend. Hmm. He made it sound like you could be one or the other, and he is for sure dead. (laughs) No, I think that you think of him as dying, but really he's... Anyway, um, (laughs) we we should uh, move forward. Let's not do this, boys. Are we recording? Um, okay, so this is the second half of a two-parter, or the the pickup from a cliffhanger, and we're still in the desert, but right now it picks up with all of the um, protagonists strewn around this little patch of desert. Wreckage. Um, Polnareff still tossed up on a crate. I laughed out loud because Polnareff still has his butt sticking out. He's like <laughs> on all fours on a tiny crate. Uh, we've got uh, Polnareff and Kakyoin off on the sand, Abdul on the sand, Joseph is in the car. Joseph's in the car, which is crashed and vertical. So he's um, kind of stuck. And Jotaro's holding... Kakyun. Thank you. Oh, Jotaro's holding Kakyun? I thought it was... Yeah. Okay, I think I said Polnareff before. You which... did, yes. Yes. That's um, later. That's later. Iggy's okay. asleep somewhere, but we don't see him. Yeah, we yes. don't know where Iggy is. And we know that Ndul, uh, the, the villain here, knows where things are. But it is then slowly revealed that and I was very happy about this, that he didn't know exactly who was who. Mm-hmm. He knew where stuff was, but he didn't know what right. everything is. It's already fucking impossible to know. So he's basically playing Battleship. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's just, trying to, he's just trying to do hits. Yeah, except everything's the smallest ship possible, because one is all you really <laughs> yeah. need. 
Um, although I think the smallest battleship is two or three. The it's smallest two two. is two. Hmm. Um, which I was glad about because he does it a little bit later. But I was gonna, I was gonna be like, please don't tell me like, oh, Kakyoin's over here and Polnaros over here, and I know. Yeah, he has to do a little sussing out to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he starts shooting these like heavy duty water spurts out of the ground. It's like a geyser. It's like old faithful, which recently spouted lava for the first time ever. That's and, horrifying. And they're all scared. Oh what? Yeah, old I faithful apparently. I would have loved to be a tourist there. Shot lava out, and the seismologists and shit are like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> Next time, it's just going to be like a volcano of sharks. Oh no! <laughs> I, I, it's I just mixing things up. I didn't verify this story, so if it was on like fucking Daily Mail or something, I apologize. Snopes is I, like I really hope it's not was true. <laughs> it's probably true. Um, so water is now just shooting out at the different boxes and stuff. Cause there's also not just the people laying around in the desert. There's also the random boxes, the car jugs of water, jugs which of it water. explodes and right. then absorbs. The boxes have like food in them. Yeah. It's all supplies mm-hmm. from the truck. Oh, they're going to starve now. Or They'll figure something they? out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sort of this thing where it's like a game of elimination, Right, because all the boxes are breaking, so he's slowly figuring out, like, no, that probably wasn't a person. And, you know, it's you're going to run out of boxes. You're going to start hitting the actual people. And then there's this very funny thing where Abdul tries to get Polnareff to jump from the box into the, the I think... It's like what, the truck the, bed, almost. The truck bed that's separate from the rest of the, the truck. Right, because he's destroying a line of debris that's heading right toward Polnareff. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't get that. He was getting rid of all of the other crates until the last crate left was the one that Polnareff was on. Right, yeah. Uh, so he tells Polnareff to jump, and then they have this conversation back and forth with, <laughs> with just like, their hands. Gestures and facial expressions, mm-hmm. but it's all subtitled. That's yeah. how they were speaking. We're doing the gestures right now, if you, yeah, if you can hear it. Only for viewers. Um, and so Abdul is like, jump! And Polnareff's like, what? What? Why? I can't. And he's like, <laughs> you have to. Far. And he's like, don't make it sound so easy. Um, and then he eventually does, right? Does he? No. The, as he is... As the box explodes, he kind of like falls off of it and yeah. lands on his. He was feet. teetering. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was still trying to decide whether or not to jump. By the time the box exploded. And then what happens? I don't remember. And then he ends End- up in the Endul sand. knows where he is because he like feels it. He's like, "Aha! I got you!" And then Abdul starts throwing his like bracelets, bracelets. onto the sand, right, uh, to mimic footsteps. So he was he was throwing them slowly and kind of in footstep positions. Now we know why they wear so many accessories, right? So you can throw them off. We should mention. I'm sure you, you probably heard the past one, but if you didn't, Endul is very far away, like miles away, but he can hear through his cane he puts his cane against his ear and then jams it in the sand and he can hear or feel vibrations of things hitting the sand so is that cane magical is it a an additional power that he has like how can he hear or feel vibrations in the sand from such great distances i mm. i didn't with think so it, much accuracy i didn't think it was the cane i thought it was him like i thought he was just he had a power where he could sense it and that even if he didn't have the cane, if he had like a stick or a different cane, a more different cane. So he um, has a power? Yeah. It did seem like a special cane, though. It was bejeweled. It was bejeweled, but I mean, if I had a cane. <laughs> you gotta bedazzle the cane. I, I think I think some of it is... I didn't read about his... St- oh, shit. Why don't I do that? I think part of it is that um, it's like... Uh, you know, well, there, he has the Stan explanation book. I haven't done it for part three. What is oh, what is his Stan called yeah. again? So Geb. 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 Oh, that's right. That's Named right. after the Egyptian god of Earth. 
and a oh. former presidential candidate. Welcome to Geb. Named after and Governor Gebby Dipson. That hurt my brain. <laughs> uh, um, For a minute, I was like, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. That's Gabby when you know Dipson. you're Liz Dexic. <laughs> uh, okay. You did did you do it again? again? Were you like, yes. yeah, fine, what? Liz Dexic, of course. Dyslex- Dyslexic. Meowp. All right, so give me a second to load this up. Walmart's looking. We'll do our ASMR podcast. Oh, Just try to focus on the. We both did two different annoying things. All right, I may have read this for uh, part four, but so there's an official book that came out a few years ago called Jojo Valer or Jojo Valer. What? Um, Why is it called that? Jojo Valor. And there's uh, pages on every stand and stuff, but there's little mini, just few sentence intros for each stand. From the author, and people translated those. They didn't translate the whole booklet, but Geb so, likes long walks on the beach. Right. So for Star Platinum, um, that's Jotaro's. Jotaro's, okay. the one that can see and throw and hit and <laughs> anything physical, it can pull it pull it out of its ass. Okay. Um, Which it is also says, physical. Yeah. <laughs> it's the main character stand, so I made it a simple combat-oriented type. It's designed to look like a guardian spirit. The shoulder pads look like Fist of the North Star. The spiral patterns symbolize the ripple and the concept of infinity. The ripple being from part one and two. Hamon. Hamon. Oh, while we were watching this, I realized who Jotaro looks like to me. And it's uh, late 80s, early 90s Janet Jackson. <laughs> I don't rem- I don't remember that well enough. Like with the military yeah. oh, hat yes. and the curly hair. Coming oh, out. Yeah. 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 That's, yes. Wait, that's it. I will find the photo. Okay. For all you viewers at home, Jackie's pulling up a photo. <laughs> so Maybe it'll pop control. up on your screen any second. <laughs> For Magician's Red, that's Abdul's fire-based stand, I gave, bird. It a, I gave it a bird-like head modeled after a phoenix so the hero's silhouettes wouldn't look too similar to one no, another one when they're side by side. It's a pretty simple ability, right? The design might be influenced by Anki Bilal's characters. I have clicked on Anki Bilal. is a French comic book creator. He made comics like... Yep. Pilot. Uh, that's the magazine called Pilot. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, Janet Jackson around 80s, 90s I looks forget. like Jotaro. Like she's exactly. Got ex- she's got accessories, the hat with the I big brim. the like chain coming off the collar. I forget wow. what song or album that... Oh, Rhythm Nation. Rhythm ah, Nation, Janet Jackson. Very good. I want to live in a rhythm nation. I don't know the title track. That's the only part that I know of it. Mm. Okay, so for... Joseph's Hermit Purple. It says, It's the stand of the previous part's main character, so I wanted the departure from the humanoid appearance. Ultimately, I got more scenes to show off, but I was trying to make a stand that wasn't very combat-oriented. I think you succeeded, Araki. I think you succeeded. For a Hierophant Green, it's Kakyoin's stand with the snake stuff. I wanted some color balance between the allies and enemies, so he ended up green. This is weird because JoJo's is largely black and white, but okay. And Jotaro mentions this, oh, because he says emerald, I guess. And Jotaro mentions this too, but green kind of reminds you of, of melons, LOL. Mm. He writes laughs. <laughs> At that time, I was really into green, and a lot of my illustrations were also heavy on the greens. <laughs> Not how you could describe my diet. Okay, we didn't see that one. <laughs> did he say that or did you? I did. Oh, okay. Because it's stupid, you know, I said it. Mark doesn't like vegetables as much. I don't. I'm not, I'm not a rabbit. <laughs> No. Uh, for You're so- just a grown man. Yeah. Who? Uh-huh. I get all my vitamins from... Uh, vitamins. Video games. Um, 
for s- silver i imagine you eating a cartridge yeah <laughs> i'll fucking do it paypal me 15 dollars. i'll eat duck hunt uh for silver chariot that's plat uh polnareff's fencing stand star, uh, star platinum looked like a human so i made this one european armor plus robot contrasting mm-hmm. punches with a sword both polnareff and chariot are fun characters to draw their classic style and highly mobile uh, we didn't see that fucker uh sorry i've skipped over tower of gray and dark blue moon because we don't see them strength that's the one that's the orangutan oh i already mentioned this it's a ghost it's a ghost ship also i may have been thinking about the tale of mary celeste which was found adrift and unmanned i might have made its host a monkey due to influence from the movie link okay i've never read this i don't know what link is i'm not interested (laughs) we didn't we didn't see ebony devil we didn't see yellow temperance we did see emperor i hope he's just like it's a gun uh a gun stand to fight against a sword i thought it would be novel to have the gun instantly appear in his hand instead of it being drawn from a holster its appearance combines the designs of a revolver and an automatic pistol it's a gun is a gun uh hanged man uh wouldn't it be scary if the reflection in a mirror moved differently from the original person lol yeah yeah as for the design it's a mummified man i added some mechanical elements so it doesn't seem biological uh we didn't see empress or wheel of fortune but wheel of fortune justice that's the misty mist a scary natural phenomenon of the desert bringing down a verdict of death it's a great stand because you just draw a skull add some holes and you're done <laughs> fundamentally i start drawing without thinking about how the enemies will get defeated so there's a lot of times where i'm in some trouble because i make them too strong lol Wheel of Fortune is just Hangman. Wheel. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> there's like the a game Hangman where you just draw. But there's a stand oh, called yeah. the Hanged Man. Yeah. Right. And that True. is not as fun a game because you get stabbed. But you oh. spin a wheel that has some numbers on oh. it. That makes it better. Yeah, Fortune. You don't spin a wheel in Hangman. We don't see Lovers or Sun or Death 13 or Judgment. Or lovers Hepper's is just both. two stands having sex in front of you. Yes. That's right. That's right. Um... The Fool, Iggy Stand. Okay. I wanted to add a pet to the team at some point. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is, this is is weird. He's very clearly not a pet, though. Whites and blacks are easy to depict in manga, so that's how I chose his breed. He's talking oh, about colors. I thought he meant... Oh, uh, <laughs> I didn't read the rest wow. of the sentence. Wow. The design is a fusion of dog and car, and because it's sand, man, I added some Native American elements. Feathers. What? That's it. I don't know. Yeah, he just had, like, feathers on it. I guess. Hmm. And wheels, you know. Um, <laughs> God. Geb, uh, I heard about someone drowning from a cup of water in a wash basin, and I thought it would be cool to have someone drown in a desert. And Duel was based off Zatoichi. In my mind, Zatoichi is a scary guy rather than the hero. Oh. Uh, Zatoichi is a famous blind swordsman. He's been in a bunch of movies and stuff. Mm. Uh, and that's those are all the stands we've seen so far. Sorry for anybody that's really waiting for the summary. We'll go back to that now. Too bad. So, we know that Indul is far away listening. We know so Polnarf has now fallen on the sand. And Jackie, you mentioned that. Uh, right, uh, Abdul was uh, throwing his bracelets on the, the sand to mimic fo- footsteps. And it worked. And Duel is like, aha, someone is walking. Uh, and I like that. I like it. It didn't foolable. quite work. Well, it it did for a minute. You start to see water like pool around the last one. Like it's just barely starting to come up. And Abdul is like, oh, the water's coming, so I'm going to blast it with my fire and make it disappear. Yeah. But Ndul, Ndul, yes. 
is hesitating about it. Because he's like, why did you only take five steps? Yeah. Why did you stop? Right. Um, so, I mean, I liked it at first because I was like, I'm glad he he doesn't think the crates are people. He really mm. doesn't know everything. And I'm glad that he was fooled for at least a minute, I guess. Um, so he's about to shoot the water up big time. And then, uh, you know, uh, fucking Abdul can instantly like flash, you know, um, like boil it, right? Turn it into vapor or something, which would be painful for the stand user. Would he also get vaporized? Yeah. Okay. Well, you see that he, he shoots fire at it. Mm. But the water kind of dodges a little bit and cuts Abdul. We don't know because he yet. realizes, like, oh, he he, he says up. to himself, like, why did it stop after five steps? They already said that. Oh, um, and so then we see so the, the water flies past Abdul. We see that Abdul, not Abdul, Abdul, the villain, blind, is sitting there with a burning arm. Now he's got like a chunk of his skin is is like smoking, and it doesn't really seem to bother him. Because he lifts his arm, and I thought he was going to, like, try to put it out, but he just instead, like, wipes his chin with his hand. His arm is just burning. Uh, And then we cut to Abdul, and Abdul's uh, necklace breaks first, and you're kind of like, oh, it got close to him. And then, is it right then that his neck just opens up? Kind yeah. of? I think, I think a little he starts bit. bleeding somewhere else first, but I don't I think we remember. cut to somebody else, and, and then we cut back to Abdul. Right. And there's a little cut on his neck, and then it just blows up, and he's like, so strong! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he falls over. He's not, it's not like, it doesn't, don't get us wrong. When I said opened up, I don't mean like, it's not like a Pez dispenser or something. It's just like. Just a big um, slash on the side yeah, of his neck. It's, that you wouldn't want gushing. this, but you might not die. So he just falls over backwards. Um, and Joseph, everyone's trying to be quiet. Um, we didn't really mention that, did we? Uh, well. Joseph uh, is like, he yells uh, Abdul's name uh, because they're boyfriends. Um, mm. And. Uh, That's canon, by the way. Yeah, we all know that. Uh Wait, wait, really? No, it's okay. just everything in JoJo's is probably gay, so it's just safe, safe bet. Um, Joseph, then he kind of claps his hands over his mouth. He's like, "Shit," because you know he knows he just yelled, uh, and he's right to be cautious because all of this water pools around him. Because earlier, when a battleship was being played by Endul, he hit a water jug, so he got more water. It all kind of pools together. So this big like oasis starts to form around Joseph, like he's gonna be like swallowed by the water. Oh, I thought um, he had kind of turned it into quicksandish kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it was very sinkholey. Yeah, he's making like uh, a sinkage, a pit around uh, Joseph, and he's kind of freaking out. And <coughs> Jotaro is then like, he's just he turns to pull Naraf, and he's like, "Hey, watch Kakyoin and the others," and he just starts running. Um, so. Jotaro starts running, and I think this makes sense because he obviously he's distributing a ton of power in, on one person, so it makes sense that to save the other people, right? He can only focus on one dude at a time, right? Right. I mean, he he and might no be ladies. able to separate, but uh, he might be able to separate, but then you know he's isn't going to have as good a sense of accuracy or where some you know it's going to be hard for him to to lose um to figure out what to do. I don't know. It's going to be hard to hit multiple targets. Probably. He can't do it. Um, I mean, he. Maybe he can, but I don't know. It doesn't and, seem like it. And this is a little bit where my bullshitometer went off is because Jotaro is running up the dune and he's like, is it, is Joseph running away? He's like, he's like, he's like, cause this guy is 190, no, 195 centimeters tall, which I think is kind of a joke. Cause they continuously describe Jotaro as 195 centimeters tall. <laughs> so he gets that number perfect. 
And then he's like, this could be Joseph Joestar. That's how tall he is. Wait, you don't buy that he can tell a guy's height based on his footsteps on sand? Mm, yeah, I don't buy it. Oh. And then he's like, no, but he runs like a young man. And I'm like, yeah, but Joseph is like a really young 70-year-old or whatever. He's like... He's 70 in this? He's not 70. Pretty sure he's 70. No, he's Get out not. of here. Come on, man. Everyone wait while I look this up. He's like... 50. Bum, 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 bum. Okay, Google. He's got his, 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 when was Joseph Joestar his born? His beard is blonde in this. All right, you guys are right. How, how old is he? He was... Wait. Say louder. I, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> they give a timeline on the JoJo wiki, and it starts in 100,000 BC. Oh, forgot that's funny to me that shit's funny to me what's in 100,000 bc just uh one of the ancient beings of part two is born or some shit <laughs> fuck um fucking history oh world. my god there's so many events just show me the money are you are you trying to do her balpert Yes. To me, that's more like. It's a good trumpet. Um. Yeah. Okay. He's born in 1920, so he's 57. Sorry. Yeah. So. So shut up. 57. Okay. Not a. That's not old. It's not. It's not young. Okay. Well, my point is, is that a homon user at age 57 is not you know right i don't think you could be like no this is a 17 year old boy i don't know um maybe your stride is different 57 no matter what it's shorter maybe nah. he's jacked out of his mind and he's hormone um oh one thing i thought was interesting but he also goes like he's running with courage with confidence it must be jotaro right yeah how can he detect confidence and courage. I don't know. Every footstep is like the sound of it is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Um, is this, is it now or later? I think where Joseph is starting to sink in the car because he's in the sinkhole and he like goes to drop his pen and his hat, but he yeah, catches yeah. the pen with his hand and then grabs his hat with his teeth. Yeah. I think that's like an Indiana Jones reference. Like he can't lose his hat. Oh, oh. he is very Indiana Jonesy. Mm -hmm. So Jotaro doesn't really have much of a plan other than I'm going to run and find this fucker. He does have a plan, though. Does he have a plan to he, find Iggy? Doesn't it just happen? Oh, I thought he was running right at him. Yeah, I thought he was running right at Iggy. Oh, okay. I didn't know he knew where he was. I don't know how he would have, but like, well, it seemed like he ran right at him. I, I, I don't know. It's a good point that... Why would... He, he must have been trying to find Iggy, though, because, I mean... Otherwise, what was his plan? Just, just run to, and get just killed? Just to die, yeah. yeah. He likes his grandpa. Um, nah. Anyway, so Jotaro runs at Iggy for some reason. <laughs> and um, he, he sees Iggy and he grabs him and he's like, you asshole, you jumped off the truck. He's like, your, your strong sense of smell must have known that trouble was approaching, so you left us. And then he kind of slams Iggy into the ground and he's like, uh, hey, you're going to tell me where the stand user is or you're going to die. He's like, y you know, use that sense of smell, figure out where he is. At first, it's, it felt mean because he kind of slams a dog in the sand. It is a very small dog. But the dog's an asshole. And he looked uncomfortable, though. He did not look comfortable. 
he kind of slams the dog into the into the sand because now you know the dog is closest to the water a problem <laughs> and iggy's kind of looking around and then he looks scared in one particular direction um and is it just from being pushed down to the ground that iggy like takes his stand out and jumps or does he get slashed at no yeah no. i think the water is coming right toward him yeah i think he's just afraid he's just afraid and he's just trying to escape so he's just, he but how does he get out from jotaro's hand how does his, stand, he get, his stand comes out his stand lifts him up yeah. stand okay lifts him up where he belongs <laughs> giving you lots of options no way i'm using that where is that air supply flies. i don't know on a mountain high. it's two people Air supplies two people. No, but like two individuals. Oh, like it's a duet between two yes. famous people. That's Correct. what the group is called, two individuals? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, Marilyn Manson mm-hmm. and uh-huh. Betty White. I'm pretty Mine. sure. Um, anyway, uh, fucking... Uh, so, so the fool pops out and it looks like a weird flying grandma with like a headdress. <laughs> and a Batman yeah. symbol. For yeah, it's, it's got a bat, bat wing. Yeah. Yeah. So it no longer is using wheels. It kind of is like, it's grabbing Iggy. It's got like two paws lower that it's holding Iggy with. And it's just now like flying. It's gliding. It's gliding, we later learn. It's not really like flying. Yeah, their wings aren't flapping. They're stationary. And Jotaro. Sorry, Jotaro's like, oh, you're not getting away so easily. And he jumps up and grabs with one hand onto the arms that are holding Iggy. So he starts flying along with it. So now, and at one point, Joseph is like standing up and a bunch of them are kind of looking like at the horizon and they see this weird floating stand holding a dog and being grabbed on by Jotaro, just sort of just gliding through the air. It's a weird sight. And they look at the camera and they go, you don't see that every day. Yeah. They go, it's a living. Um, (laughs) And uh, so they're kind of gliding there and they encounter a few problems because as they glide, Ndul is like, wait, I don't hear them. He's like, what happened? Um, and I had problems with this at first because I was like, well, how did he down the fucking helicopter? You know what I mean? Well, the helicopter was making right. waves in the sand. and like the, or, or just sound. Right. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Because Jotaro says, like, Iggy's stand isn't making sand. Right. And he says that while his chain is, like, clink, clink, clink. Mm. And I was like, take the fucking chain off. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, but- Style, Mark. Yeah. But style. Yeah. Um a few things happen so when is wondering like what happens but they're they're sort of they're losing altitude as they're losing altitude uh iggy farts a bunch (laughs) which happens to go into jotaro's face and i was kind of like is he is this strategical is he (laughs) i think iggy has to fart in every episode that he's in Mm. it's in his contract it's it's in his contract (laughs) i was thinking it was a fear fart mm. like oh god we're getting lower it could be that it could be that he wanted jotaro to get off him it could be that he wanted to lose weight so he could float higher, like mm. get all the gas out. Maybe he's trying to propel himself forward. <laughs> <laughs> fart propulsion. Or maybe he just needed to fart. It's yeah. True. Sometimes he just can't help it, right? Yeah. Anyway, he farts that, in Jotaro's face. And uh, I hate to think of coffee gum farts. Um, Jotaro has, he has Star Platinum do it, right? He doesn't do it. Yeah, Star Platinum. So like Star Platinum's leg kind of comes out of him and kicks the sand really hard, pushes down pushes so they get off. like a second lift up. So when Duel has heard this, um, so he knows a, like a little bit that they've gotten a lot closer, right? But I think they're still a little over a mile away. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, he, or, says, he says both miles and kilometers. I assume he doesn't really say that. I don't think he goes... I think, I think they, they do it for our benefit. Yeah. No, 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 no. 
I don't think he's like, we're 0.8 kilometers or a mile and a half away. I don't think he does Turn that. Turn left here. <laughs> In 300 feet, <laughs> kill a blind man. Um, it's like Google Maps for stand users. Um, yeah. Okay. So and while they're up there, Jotaro uses Star Platinum's, one of Star Platinum's many abilities. Right. The Swiss Army knife. This one is... He can looking. see far. <laughs> he uses his looking. He can look real good. <laughs> and Boy, he looks real good. And he looks real good. <laughs> and this, yeah, that's where he sort of zooms in and he sees how far away it he is. He uses his knocks. He, so he basically, he sees the blind dude far away. But then, so I think he realizes he's blind then or is it when they get closer? I don't know. Yeah, he says something like, I think our enemy can't see very well. Mm-hmm. I think it was there also. Um, And... Then a few things start happening. So Nduul starts to bring the water close to them. Uh, like, a, like a stream of water is starting to chase them or come towards them. Because he knows that they're now headed in his direction based right. on where they jumped and where Star Platinum pushed off from. Right. And Nduul does a cool thing to find out where they are. Well, he starts like using the water to shoot a bunch of sand up at them. And it kind of works for him as like sonar, apparently. Yeah, because the because sand he is says, now... <laughs> yeah. Like a submarine. Yeah. Because the sand, I guess, is now falling onto them, onto them, which creates sound, ground. so he can detect right that. Or if it bounces from underneath, that sand would fall faster than other sand that I guess comes like down from being rained up by him. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Either. So then, then he kind of figures out where they are using that sonar ability, and then he kind of does. Which is what exactly? It's not Hamon, and it's not a stand, right? It's it's still. Oh, I think it's just him using his hearing ability. Cleverly. It's like pow- no, it's power. Well, I think his ha- his hearing is enhanced by his stand. Okay, so it's water and hearing. This Okay, so what was the argument we got into with part four? It was that the guy can smell real good just naturally. I think yeah. you said that it must be another stand power, Jackie, and I said he can just smell really well. Who was this? I don't remember anything besides speed, speed what we king, just saw. The speed king guy who can smell gross things. Yeah, his uh, stand was like the footsteps appearing. Yeah. So he had the footsteps that chase you and suck out your nutrients. Oh, that asshole, yeah. But he also had all these groupies and he could smell their butts and stuff. Yeah. And you thought the smell is too powerful to be human. It must be part of the stand ability, right? Yeah. yeah. Now I'm on Team Jackie. So you think that his, you think that this guy's hearing is enhanced by his stand? Yeah. I don't know. I, I know that it is crazy, but I think it's a crazy comic book. And I think it's implied that he's blind, so his other s- senses are magnified. And he's, he's like a freak case where he can hear insanely well. Let's have the readers write in and... Uh, yeah, readers, uh, send us a video of <laughs> a, a dog and a cat being best friends. No, uh, uh, tell us your thoughts. Do you think that, A, users with good smelling or anybody with like the really good five senses, you know? Like, Just one of the sentence, senses. Any of those, yeah, but any of those five senses, not like ESP or any shit like that. Like, do you think that's part of their human ability and they're just an extreme case of somebody who can smell really well or somebody who can hear really well? I think it's superhuman. Or is that part of the stand? I think it's too well for it to be human. Tell us what you think. Tell us why and convince us. Don't come at us with this weak reasoning that we keep getting. Give us good reasons. Very good. (laughs) Um, So then he, he kind of figures out where they are somehow. And the water kind of like, does it go behind them and then shoot like sand down at them? It shoots like multiple, it somehow splits up and hits them multiple times. It like splits. It's the water doing it, not the sand? I thought it was the water doing it. 
It's, oh wait, cause well both. I mean, first it's like this the sand. He, it, he goes the water goes back into the sand and starts spitting out more sand. But then later, the once it figures out where they are. Yeah, I guess that's what, where we're up to now. Yeah, yeah. Once it figures out where they are, the water shoots up and then kind of turns itself almost into like a bomb. It like splits in yeah. that oh, direction okay. and it sprays at them and it slices. And it, yeah, and it gives them multiple wounds. Yeah. By the way, this this whole arc proves to you guys that no, it doesn't. It actually proves against my point. Okay. So wait, I want to hear what it does. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So in part four, Josuke throws blood at Kira really hard. And -hmm. you guys thought that was stupid. And (laughs) I think it's smart. And I was going to say this proves that, but Miles did ask like, why didn't he just use any of the rainwater around him as a knife? No, I'm still right. Because I still think that blood is thicker and is a better weapon. And, and his stand like is water. Forget I said anything. I was right. (laughs) <laughs> anyway that didn't turn out how i wanted it it didn't turn out how i wanted I still it i don't get it so just like wrong. in in part four hey wait <laughs> in part four josuke wipes blood off himself and uses a, a fucking crazy diamond to fling the blood at someone like a knife mm-hmm. and you guys thought that was stupid and miles specifically pointed out that it's been raining in that scene so why didn't he just use blood as a knife water yeah holy shit <laughs> why didn't he just use water as a knife and I was like, blood is thicker. But I, then I kind of fucked myself because right here I was going to be like, see, water is good. But that's <laughs> not the opposite of the point I wanted to make. Um, see, water is good. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> Jackie was dehydrated. And I made her drink water. <laughs> and I said, see, now your lips aren't white. Hmm, um, that, this is not a problem that I ever have to face. I drink plenty of water. No, Thank ja- you very much. And Jackie, I don't need you to make me drink anything. I drink a lot of water too. I have to pee so much. <laughs> yeah. Stay hydrated, everyone. True. But like, make sure you have a place to pee. And yeah. moisturize. No, don't do that. What do you mean moisturize? Just moisturize. Like your every, everywhere? Skin. Oh, I don't do that. And I, your lips. And, um, and the inside of your eyeballs. What? And, uh, you know, anything that, you know, should... I mean, moisture, water is great. Just put it everywhere. Just be wet. <laughs> Just be wet. Just walk around soaking wet all day. <laughs> Periodically... Just douse yourself in a bucket of water. Do you think you do you find that you look hotter in the mirror when you're like all when your face is all wet? No. Oh, I do. <laughs> you find that I look hotter in the yeah, mirror. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. When, like whenever when I Miles' splash. face is all wet, right. you look hotter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why are you always in my mirror after I take a shower? <laughs> What's going on? I'm wearing a, a fucking uh, onesie. What am I thinking of? What's the thing that's a like robe? The, the no the blanket? Oh, a slanket? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. A, a snuggie. I'm thinking of a snuggie. Yeah, slanket and snuggie are the same thing. <laughs> what the fuck is company. a slanket? It the slankets is, are actually more comfortable. It is a blanket with sleeves. Yeah, same as a snuggie. <laughs> I, I can't finish this podcast. I need a slanket for work because it's always cold. I need it. It's so, I believe you. It's so cold. Slanket. I, I bet you could get them cheap now. There, there's probably warehouses full oh, of slankets. Oh wait, I'm not working there anymore. <laughs> oh, oh no! I was wondering, what if the what if your new job it's even colder? You can just pile oh, the dogs from the dog floor on you. Yes. Yeah. I'll warm up with the dogs. Jackie's uh, working with 90% dogs at her next job. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mark, not, you want to show us how they type? Not true. Uh, no. <laughs> it's just all the equi- all the equipment would fall over. <laughs> uh, picture violence. That's how dogs type in my mind. Um, so they're they're getting and is is it the second time they're about to land? Is that where 
he puts the big water hand up and with the mouth on it, like he's about to grab them. Yeah. Yeah. So he's well, ra- he's already dragging Jotaro. Jotaro? Yes. He's already dragging him across the sand. Right, because we just discussed that he basically... Uh, no, no, no. We didn't get there. Oh. Uh, you're, you're right on track. That we, I was saying that, to recap, he already exploded like water and sand above them and is like mm. cutting them. Yes. So it, it shows... That like, was cool. I liked that, how he exploded the little water ball and then was just slicing everybody up a little right. tiny bit. I don't understand why he didn't do that earlier. Like when he knew yeah. everyone... When he had everyone in the same area, like set off a water landmine. There's a few things he Crap doesn't do. Them. Like when they first encounter him in the first... The, la- the recent... The last episode we watched, he slashes at people. He cuts that dude's head off mm. instantly and sucks it into a canteen. But then Nikakyo and a little hand comes out in front of him and then just kind of like slashes at him yeah, that's to the true. point where it just blinds him, but it doesn't like cave his head in or anything. Mm-hmm. So there's a few things he does where I'm kind of like, what do you just like, do you like to he style on people? Like yeah. what's the deal? <laughs> um, so they're, they're getting sliced. And so Iggy lowers, he maybe, yeah, probably on purpose. Uh, Jotaro says, starts dragging Jotaro into the, into the sand. He's not staying up anymore. And Jotaro's like, oh, you're trying to get rid of me. And even Ndul says that too. Like, oh, the dog is trying to, this, this dog is trying to save himself and shake off this other guy. Right, because he can like, probably I'm gonna hear. going to take advantage of this. Because he can probably hear Jotaro's knees now sliding in the sand. Right. It's weird that they both assume an intention though. Like maybe he's finally Well, hurt. they know that, I mean, I think Jotaro at least knows that the dog is kind of a dick. Yes, that's so true. So he's like, you fucker. Yeah. Uh, so then, what, then he quickly, he kind of stops, right? He, he does get out of the sand and then quickly he grabs the dog and then Star Platinum comes out. You know, Star Platinum comes out, grabs the dog and throws yeah, him. Yeah, but do they land really fast? Is that what happens? I, don't, I think he grabs him while he's still flying, I think. Okay. So we assume that, I guess, how we remember it. Sorry, everybody. Remind us. Write to us. Tweet to us that Star Platinum grabs Iggy out of his hang glider and then does the biggest, most flamboyant wind up that you've ever seen. It's probably imitating like a famous Japanese baseball player, I'm guessing. Yeah. With the leg way baseball. up in the air. It was beautiful. Yeah. I loved it. It was very dramatic. And Star Platinum then throws Iggy so hard to the point where I feel like Iggy would have just like died from <laughs> that throw. It was like, you know how when they show astronauts in training in the thing that like spins around and it's oh, supposed yeah. to test them against force and their faces are like yeah. flapping? That's what was happening. Yeah, Iggy. Iggy's face is flapping. That's how fast he's uh, moving. And it's still like, Indul is still a few hundred meters or hundred, hundreds of feet uh, away. And he goes, oh, he threw something at me. Yeah, which is, I don't know how he knows that, but somehow he does. Um, and this is where... Chicas, I mentioned it on an episode you were on. You were like, what are Star Platinum's abilities? Mm. And I was like, he can see real <laughs> he good. He can do everything. He can punch. He can extend his fingers. He can suck <laughs> air real hard. He can throw a dog really far. And I left out once. I forgot that he, that he, that he can see really well. Mm. Uh, that he, no, that he can draw very well. Oh. He draws like a That's specific a weird... Egyptian fly to the whatever, like weird. perfectly. It's, it's super Very dumb. detailed. Okay. Yeah. To the point where someone else can take it and go, this fly only lives in this region of Egypt. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's, it's crazy. So Iggy is now flying towards Ndul and Jotaro is like, you guys are going to have to take your stands out <laughs> or else you're going to collide with each other. other. Yeah. Um, which I think will be worse for Iggy. Iggy would probably explode if he hit him. <laughs> like, I can't see him coming yeah. out of this alive. Um, so, they, so uh, you know, the water had been near Jotaro, but suddenly, obviously, it's going to have to retract and go back to Ndul, Ndul to save him. Ndul also could have just, like, leaned out of the way. Like, if he had just 
But he didn't know he didn't know where it was going to be. I guess so he could but just. He, knew he threw it at him. He's not going to throw it like a foot to his left. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All he had to do maybe was duck, he did. Maybe he down. would. Well, he didn't know. Maybe. Well, I guess. I don't know. He didn't know what was being thrown at him or anything. I feel like he could have avoided it without using his stand. Right. But he brings so he brings his stand back um, to him, uh, which is away from Jotaro. Uh, and Iggy somehow uses the fool to not hit him. It doesn't really show like very clearly what happens. It's not like we see like it freeze frames, but there's a lot going on, mm. so it's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, and then they're both kind of like Iggy is now just like a little bit further away in the sand, and Duel is sitting there, and he's like, "Where is Jotaro now?" And he kind of has surrounded himself with his water as like protection. Mm. He's like sitting in a puddle of it. He's yeah, not, it's not like a bubble around him. It looks he's like he pissed sitting. himself. Yes what i thought it looked like he just peed all over himself <laughs> um and then we see that jotaro is standing right behind him but he doesn't know that because he in the in the confusion of trying to protect himself from iggy he drops his cane Mm-mm. and no 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 he, he? he drops his cane after knowing that oh no no you're saying he drops it again right no, yeah he drops it well he drops it after iggy like that collision yeah yeah Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, and then he picks it up, and he's like, "Oh, I was distracted by the dog. I don't know where anyone is yeah, anymore." Yeah, he's like, right. "Where's Jotaro?" Too? And then, right. and, and then Iggy suddenly... and Jotaro are both holding completely still. Yeah. Right. And, and then jo- we then we see that Jotaro is right behind. Yes. Him. Right. And you think he's screwed for a minute, but um, you know, then uh, Indul is like, "Oh, he's behind me," and he's like, "Well, I'm glad I put all this water around me." And he's like, "I don't know if he threatens him exactly, but he's like, I don't need this cane anymore mm-hmm. to hear where things are." And he lets go of the cane, which is now standing upright, and it slowly falls like over. Like super slow-mo. Like they keep kind of ticking by, like each like 10 degrees that it's falling. They cut to Iggy looking freaked out. <laughs> they cut to Jotaro staring. And yeah, it's like a standoff at the it, end of Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Right. Um, I'm too tired to sing Ecstasy of Gold, but I really wanted to. Or Blueprint. It's hard, right? I'll get like a complaint letter. Just think of Ecstasy of Gold. Maybe I'll cl- close out on that because we don't have any new musical references this episode. Rhythm Nation? Um, <laughs> Lift us up where we belong. No. <laughs> what was the song that we were singing earlier? Uh, <laughs> Material Girl. Material Girl, yep. Um, and so the cane is about to fall, about to fall. Everyone's looking really nervous. As it hits the sand, the water goes for, for Jotaro, but Star Platinum goes for Ndul punches him in the heart it punches him not in the heart but in the chest pretty it's right above where his heart would be okay and he he coughs up blood he goes yeah and just like jotaro does get slashed i think right he does get hit i think it knocks his hat off right his hat goes flying off and so Ndul is now laying on the ground jotaro is uh standing over him he's standing over him and he's like you made me lose my hat the hat that i don't even take off when i go to the ocean (laughs) this man doesn't go to the beach yeah he never does he just stands there looking upset the whole time um he doesn't even take his shirt off ever uh no he does but he leaves the hat on i think that's a very village (laughs) people look how do you take your shirt off with a hat still on you just rip it off or you use oh, it. like from the front? Yeah, oh. use your stand to just I don't tear buy it. it. I don't think he even takes his coat off ever. Yeah, he really should shampoo. <laughs> he um, smells terrible. So he's like, you even made me lose my hat. And he's like, anyway, your wounds aren't vital. And suddenly you see the water... Aren't fatal. What'd I say? Vital. Yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> they aren't fatal. Um, but then you see the water pooling up. And you think 
I mean, I think, I thought, that it was going to like try and snake out at Jotaro one last time and he'd have to kill Ndul. Mm-hmm. But instead, the water goes through Ndul's head. He kills himself or gives himself a fatal wound. <laughs> I was going to say, but he's not dead. It right. goes through his brain. And then he's right. like, you have, like, he, 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 he keeps talking. talking. have a full conversation. <laughs> he's like, I can't remember numbers, but I still have the part of my brain that's going to give you my last, you know, farewell thoughts. And it's a long, like, little monologue yeah. he has at the end. He timed it really well. He somehow knew, like, I, I have just enough blood to finish this. Um <laughs> Jotaro's like, why would you do that? And Ndul gives us long speech about how he admires Dio so much that he, or he just didn't want to be killed by him because he admired him. He, he said that even from when he was a kid, he never feared death because he had a stand. Mm. He didn't even care about, and he said he didn't care about murdering people. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, I don't know if that all so lines. He was, I think you're a sociopath, psychopath. So stands didn't start with Dio. No. Okay. Got it. Some people were born with them. Okay. Yeah, and he calls Dio like, he's Maybe so he's bold, so beautiful. Yeah. Everyone has a boner for Dio. Is he even a bad guy? Who? He's actually Dio. the hero. He's the hero. Dio is the hero depending on how you feel about people. What are people. his negative qualities? Is it like how Satan can be a hero? It says who? What are you oh, doing no. with that black book? What? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, God. Just let me light these candles over here. Where did you get that goat here? head? <laughs> what do you mean Satan can be a hero? Explain. No, like how... I'm trying to think of like the biblical story of, of he's, he's a rebel, he's right? A re- yeah, rebel. he right. Led, led, led the rebellion against God, right? That's no hero of mine. Well, <laughs> this has been Bible talk. <laughs> um, in the Hebrew Bible, Satan is more of a concept or a pull to the negative. In side vegetarianism, of Satan is a meat substitute. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Similar to tofu in terms of how much they can build out of it and shit, right or no? But deliciouser. I have to try Satan. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Veggie heaven. Oh, shit. Yeah. Veggie Incredible. heaven. Uh, this episode brought to you by... Yeah, why, why is Satan in heaven? Um, <laughs> so, fucking... I don't know. I don't know what else Ndul says. I was looking up other stuff on the wiki, but he's basically like, I admire Dio, and I did not want to be killed by him. He's like, but I'm also not going to tell you anything. <laughs> yeah, this is um, for you to figure out. But he does tell him one thing. He's like, I'm going to tell you one thing. He's like, my stand is Geb, one of the nine uh, noble Egyptian, Egyptian. gods. Because yeah. they've given up on tarot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he say something like well, that? Well, he said it was, no. the, it was the origin of tarot. Yeah, the why nine, does he say that? The nine that? Egyptian gods were the origin of tarot. Is that at all true? I don't <laughs> know. I, I mean, don't know maybe. Tarot. What does that fucking mean? And then it shows pretty much like a tarot card, or I think they eventually call them stand cards. With like an Egyptian drawing on it. And it's weird because it's the Egyptian god of earth, but I'm like, you use water. Is there no water Egyptian god? Yeah. I guess it flows through the earth, but... But it should be like a sand stand. A stand. A satan. Anyway, can you explain to me why Dio is bad? I don't want to talk about it. What does Dio look like? He was that muscly guy that you saw from the back. When? Maybe briefly last episode, not oh. this one. Oh. No, you, they see him in this one. You don't see him, don't you? You just see his coffin. No, you see the back of While he's talking about Dio, it shows the big muscle. Oh, back yeah, of I guess, yeah. He's, you don't see him, though. You just see his muscle-ass back. He's just standing yeah. somewhere. He's very muscular, mm. uh, pale, blonde, long hair. Um, blonde English guy from the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Um, and as he, far as I know, But like evil. 80s-ish. He's very alluring. Dio is evil. Um, I guess, yeah, you don't know. He's extremely narcissistic, is just out for himself, just wants to amass as much powerful as possible, doesn't care about 
stealing or murdering people is just gonna do it he it, kissed uh what's his name's girl he kissed girly. jonathan's girl before jonathan could kiss her yeah he burned what? he put a dog in a furnace all right he that's evil killed his own father i think he poisoned his adoptive father like satan uh did satan do all that no Definitely put some dogs in some furnaces. Oh. Uh, tarot did come from Egypt. Holy fuck. Well, it says, well, it, according to Wikipedia, says most likely. Not a source. Most likely <laughs> from Mamluk, Egypt. Mamluk? Yeah. Mamluk at me. Um, I don't know. We're all terrible. Um, I'm not. <laughs> thank you for staying silent. Uh so he's basically like i like dio a lot i didn't want to be killed by dio and then he says this thing where he's like what kind of face do you have he's like you're the first man's face i'd want to see he's like you're the only person to have beaten me i've never lost and yours is the one face that i wish that i I could see i was gonna say like why wouldn't he want to see dio's face if he liked him so much if he just talked about him but i guess that makes sense if it's the only person who's ever defeated him Mm -hmm. um how does he even know dio's beautiful his His soul Oh, Maybe whatever. he put water on him and he felt his face with his water. Like he just got <laughs> his face It's just a really wet. tender moment. But just splashy. <laughs> so this, this reminded just me... just drowning a little. Jackie, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember in... And they do it a, a few times throughout the series. Do you remember in part one where Jonathan defeats those two knights? But he, the, and one of them gives him the sword of luck. And they, they honor each other very much even though he loses. Was it pluck though? It's, it's luck, but then he puts with his blood pee in front of it. So it's the sword of pluck. <laughs> Great. That's all I'm I re- sorry. I remember Pluck. I don't really remember anything else. Yeah, well, that's from either Tarkus or Bruford, and they're very like he honors his enemy, his enemy honors him, and this this reminded yeah. me of that because they they honor each other very much. Then he passes away because I was kind of like, is he going to water himself again? Like, how does he? But then he just happened to he pass just away dies. as soon as he finishes his speech. Yeah, he says the least I can do. You know, what, the only thing I'm going to tell you is that I'm one of nine. You know, Egyptian gods. He dies, and then Jotaro buries him near this like monument this obelisk this obelisk and that puts his cane built? in there and that's the thing is for a minute i was like wait did they just build a fucking monument for this dude it wasn't there before right no i think he like walked him over to to a, a different part of the <laughs> oh, desert look at this obelisk yeah put him here and then he sticks the cane in as like the grave marker. right he didn't quite need both you know like <laughs> i think the obelisk is enough but. yeah but i guess he put his cane there because it's his um should have kept the cane and then we are, you know, so now it's, uh, then he looks at Iggy and Iggy kind of looks pissed off or oh no, <laughs> he Ig- is not happy. Iggy looks scared, I think. And he's like, don't be defensive. He's like, I get it. I wouldn't want to be dragged into some other species you know, problems. If I were a dog, I wouldn't want to be part of the human affairs. And he's empathetic. Yes. He <laughs> then, uh, but, not, but he's also an asshole. Growl at him. Like I thought he was mad. Uh, I thought he was maybe. mad. I remember. But he gives him a piece of gum. He gives him some coffee gum that he had and doesn't unwrap it doesn't unwrap it because iggy doesn't care yeah i guess that's true. so iggy starts eating it and can dogs have gum i don't i'm gonna say no think so <laughs> humans are not supposed to swallow listeners gum. give your dogs gum and <laughs> let us know don't actually do that um iggy then runs away eating the gum and jotaro what does he say i forget what he says when he runs away is he just like whenever i was confident that that dog was running into the desert to die Aww. like i was i was ready to at that point yeah like I, no no i thought he was taking the gum and then running off and that that dog only has one piece of gum no water no food i thought and they was, never see him again yeah that, uh, I, that's what i thought was no that happen. would that would be terrible yeah. <laughs> um so he runs away chewing the gum and i don't know jotaro probably says yada yada does it and yada, then yada. and then uh what is that? 
yada yada does a is his catchphrase and it means like what a pain in the ass <laughs> um no it means good grief charlie brown that's my catchphrase. yada too. yada is sometimes subtitled as good grief that's awesome charlie brown yeah good grief good grief. <laughs> does he say it after he goes to kick a football and then someone like pulls it away yes and he falls on his back. um it's when he goes to throw a dog um mm. And, but then Iggy comes back after chewing the gum and has uh, Jotaro's hat in his hand. And he's like, all right, you're not such a bad guy. And he puts on his hat, but it had gum in it. Iggy put some of the gum in his hat. And Giggy, Iggy grins like a he man. Giggy Iggles. <laughs> Giggy Iggles like a... Giggy grins. Iggy, 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 Iggy. Um, yeah, he has people eyes and teeth, and it's weird. And then we see, uh, we hear like, hey, and the rest of the gang has somehow put the truck back together, <laughs> despite it have, having been separated, uh, blown vertical. Yeah. Was it blown up? Like, the glass in the, the, oh, the yeah. front window was shattered. It was in two separate pieces. The radiator. Least. Yeah. The radiator lost all the water. Right. They don't have water anymore, I don't think. Uh, Does anyone have a stand that could repair it? No. No. If Josuke were around. Right. That's what I was thinking. That would have been dope. He's he's an infant, though. If yeah. At this born. point, I think he's an infant. Um, and they're all coming, and they're kind of like, hey, and they're waving to them, and they do it for way too long. In the, well, it's in like the dramatic episode. movie right. end credits rolling guy walking off into the sunset towards right. his friends kind of thing. Right. Uh, so basically, the gang has a mode of transportation again. They're all together. Iggy is sort of with them. vibing with them, kind of, at this point. It's like an uneasy truce, I guess. Uh, and then we do this weird thing where we cut over to Dio's mansion. and, and For the, the virtual tour. Yeah. The OVA feels the need to walk you from the front door, I guess, all the way up to where Dio's coffin is. Coffin room. This, this narration of a real estate agent cuts in and they're like, there's five bedrooms. Yeah. <laughs> One and a five. half baths. Yeah. The half bathroom's on the first floor. It's for guests. And you can see how airy the space is. Right. The... The basement's unfinished, but so, full of possibilities. It's got like these big columns and these like... It's all it, green. It's all green, these Greco-Roman statues. It looks a little bit like a vaporwave video um, or like an MC Escher uh, simulator ride or I something. I felt a little Wizard of Ozzy because everything, That's true. everything that was, was funny. Emerald City-ish. Yeah. Uh, Miles thought it looked like a screensaver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would actually be a really good screensaver. Because it's very long. It and takes like them forever. They go up every... Going upstairs they just and like downhills over yeah. things. It's, it's too lot. long. You really only need one or two shots of like zooming in or going through. <laughs> but I guess it's cool because they got to draw a bunch of architecture. Maybe they needed to fill time. And at the end, it's just like a white and gold coffin that says Dio on it. So it's like the anime OVA is like, don't you fucking forget. <laughs> Even though we just had a monologue about him. Yeah. Thing, I guess, yeah. <laughs> one thing I forgot to mention is uh, in, the, in the part in the beginning where um, there's like boxes and stuff and they're all standing on boxes and different things and um, uh, what's his name? Ndul is using Geb to shoot water and break things. It was very suspenseful because they, nobody could talk and everybody was looking at each other. Yeah, that other. was really good. And at one point I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> you screamed when Polnareff was going to jump from his box to the truck bed and the box in the background blew up. Yeah, because I was like intensely waiting for him to jump and then I just, the thing jumps and it's scary. It was good. That it was, was a real good tense. I liked it was it. good. In general, I'm watching these and I'm just like, I'm remembering why everyone thinks the 2000s OVAs suck because the pacing and humor and everything of these is so much better. The 2000s yeah. ones were the ones that we just watched. No. That I watched. Oh, no. You didn't see any of those. Oh, okay. That was like, the reason why you're jumping into this story is because you didn't see us watch the ones that... The ones at the beginning of this that were really, like, draggy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
They're same in length. They're all half hour, hmm. but like they're just slower and not as fun, and the colors weren't as good. Even though it was like sharper, it wasn't. As, These episodes are interesting because I I tend to like the funnier plot lines. I think yeah. just because like this the show is so strange to begin with. Yes, that I think having a sense of humor about it is good. I enjoy that. So these these episodes are like pretty serious and pretty tense, but they're really good. Like yeah. it, it feels totally different well, than the episodes I've seen. I don't know about who the rest of the directors are, but I know some direction and animation was done by Satoshi Kon, who's a famous uh, anime guy. Well, he passed away in 2010, but he did... Uh, R.I.P.? Rest in Palace. He did Paprika. He did Millennium Actress. And one of my favorite movies, he did Perfect Blue. Um, Perfect Blue is an amazing, suspenseful movie. Watch it if you want to be scared. Um, I do want to be scared. It's In part, it is the basis for Black Swan, Oh. So also fuck Darren Aronofsky because, all right, so Satoshi Kon is just like a great animator, director of anime, whatever, but Perfect Blue is amazing. He, Darren Aronofsky, who made Requiem for a Dream, mm. there's a scene in Requiem for a Dream. Do you remember it at all? Vaguely. Is that the one with the baby on the ceiling and the... What? Nope. That's Trainspotting. I saw both of those oh. movies around the same time. Lady in a red dress wants to be on TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the mom. But yes. there's one thing where it's like the main... Uh, white couple it's like the white girl jennifer connelly or jennifer garner jennifer garner she's in a bathtub hugging her knees with her face in the water and there's a shot of her from a high up above and then a shot of her from underneath and she screams and all this water comes out of her mouth all the bubbles rather Mm -hmm. and that is lifted directly from perfect blue and reportedly aronofsky bought the rights for perfect blue to get that shot that's obnoxious so we knew that he bought the rights well that's fine because we were kind of like oh maybe he'll make perfect blue yeah but then he made black swan which also feels very influenced by perfect blue and when he named his influences he left it out of there he didn't mention satoshi Kon. he didn't mention perfect blue it was very fucking upsetting what are you his grandma what what are you his grandma you're trying to get satoshi Kon's grandma yeah no, it's just like... What do you care? It's an artist that a lot of the West haven't heard of. He's made some amazing movies. That was a good opportunity to introduce. I'm, I'm saying... I'm oh, yeah, yeah. You I, thought, I, I thought you meant right now. I was no, like, no, who? No, no, Who's no. here? Who? What? Um, yeah, it would, it would have just been good. And, and also, um, fuck Black Swan. Perfect Blue is much better. Okay, why are you, why do you even need to compare them? Though? They're different movies. They're by different people. Yeah, what are you? Is PR because guy? They're similar enough. Get that, over it. That if you were like, I didn't really like Black Swan. Go watch Perfect Blue. And you'd be like, this is better. All right. I to me they're they're different movies. I like Black Swan and I like Perfect Blue. I like Blue Swan and Perfect Black. Um anyway, I think the reason that they build up that Dio thing at the end is because at this point in the 1993 OVA, we have not seen him yet. We've seen his back and stuff. Yeah, but like you haven't seen Dio like we have in the 2000s like we've seen Dio so it's not as big of a deal like oh this, I see what you're saying yeah to his first like live appearance yeah I didn't think about that yet they haven't really shown us Dio's face or has he talked at all no oh yeah that's right okay so yeah I guess they're still like oh we're gonna show him to you we're gonna we're gonna do a Dio thing yeah soon that's true that just occurred to don't me don't forget about Dio can't forget hey sorry Darren Aronofsky I mean Requiem for a Dream is, is pretty good and I really like Pi I've never seen it and I think that one movie with uh Hugh Jackman is that Tree of Life? What is that? That movie was okay. I haven't seen it. But you should have credited Perfect Blue or Satoshi <laughs> Kon. You fucked up in my book. What are you gonna kill him? Sell the rights to somebody who's gonna make the goddamn movie. No more ballet. I think it's weird to partially dislike a movie because of a different movie. That's oh like no 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 I I I, no, <laughs> I I disliked him after yeah. reading interviews where he didn't like. It. I just didn't like that movie. 
And I was hoping that the similarities, people were like, oh, it's going to be kind of like Perfect Blue. I watched it and was like... Oh, people were comparing it? Yeah, but it's not like... If it were a... In my opinion, obviously, if it were a better movie, I wouldn't have been that upset by it. But I was kind of like, you have this great source material and that movie wasn't that good. Hmm. That's partially how I feel. Mm. Okay. I mean, you could be putting a link where it's not there, though. I don't know. If you see them like back to back or in close proximity and the fact that 100% true that he that he owns the rights or paid a substantial mm-hmm. amount to imitate well, I mean, that one scene. Yeah, obviously he really is a fan he's of... He's definitely seen the movie. I mean... I don't want to go into it because I don't want to spoil either one, um, but there's there's definitely similarities. Okay. Um, but that's not at all what we're talking about today. So sorry about all that. No, our listeners like us for our passion. That's from our side podcast, Bible Talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's backwards Bible Talk. It's clad at Bible El-Bib. Black. I mean, no, it's not Bible Black. <laughs> Did you ever look that up, Miles? Did you ever watch Bible no. Black? Watch Bubble Black at work, please. Okay, got it. Um, oh, uh, here are some fun things. Um, so th- this in, in the uh, the Tonkobon, the like uh, compiled like graphic novel format of this arc. Um, all these 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 chapters, the six chapters, are called Iggy the Fool with Ndul and Geb. But as I've mentioned, when they do the weekly releases, he doesn't necessarily know how the whole arc is going to be. So they have separate um, chapter titles. So th- this was in three chapters what we watched today the first one is called sound versus scent because you know it's iggy having to smell out where Ndul is and they, he can hear everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the second mm-hmm. one is called iggy suicide attack because that's just a chapter where they're kind of gliding and then joe Taro throws iggy really hard and the last one is just called earth god geb so mm. yeah another, also another question mm. i don't know how, well like what the range is for a dog's sense of smell but that seemed pretty far it did, but I'm going to go ahead and accept it. Okay. Based on some other stuff. Dogs are better than us, so I'll accept In it. In every way? I, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you ever see a dog paint a beautiful flower? It's probably on YouTube. It's probably <laughs> it's probably happened. Um, Jackie just sort of looked around. Haters um, will say it's fake. <laughs> okay. Here, um, I forgot to... Something else I forgot to do instead of just stand comments. I forgot to read when we're closing out um, the part of a story that formed one of the, the compiled Tonko bones. Um, he writes an author's note. So this is from 1991, the volume that collected all of these um, Iggy uh, chapters, Iggy intro and water chapters. This is super boring. Cool. Either you want to read it? No. No. I mean, you haven't really sold it to us. So. Yeah. All but, right, I'll do it. What am I reading? This is a... What's on the screen? That's Araki's comment. In the early 1980s, I lived in Sendai. Back then, I used to send photocopies of my corrected manuscripts to my publisher by postal mail. One photocopy cost me 40 yen, about 40 cents, per page. After the publisher received it, I'd have to... Oh, no. Oh, no. What have I done? After the publisher received it, I'd have to talk to them on the phone and discuss it. After a while, this became a pain... So I moved to Tokyo by myself. Now faxes and color copiers are much better than they were back then. If they had been available back in the day, I doubt I would have moved to Tokyo. Lately, I'm really seeing how times have changed. Yeah, it's boring. And before that, he then the previous thing, which is a volume that we didn't even... None of the stuff in the previous volume has been in the OVA, but he just says that... Uh, 
oh shit i copied it twice but he basically says hey i've been a manga artist for 10 years now he's like i can't believe that and i thank god and my ancestors for that so that's very sweet anyway thank you for listening remember you can write us jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com uh what else can you do jackie to contact us Mm, i don't know snail mail you can um shout out your window um you can from scotland scotland yeah you can, i don't know mark you i don't can, do you these. can tweet to us jjb pod on twitter emails and uh you can like shit or download the mp3s and do whatever you want you can remix them off soundcloud soundcloud.com slash jjb pod r.i.p soundcloud it's still around chance the rapper's gonna save us all i mean this episode is gonna come out for a little while so by the time You're this comes the out only power. <laughs> wait wait how does it start they don't know they don't know because by the time this comes out we don't know soundcloud could be gone true maybe you'll be listening to this in a post soundcloud apocalyptic wasteland i think they said they had less than 50 days of money yeah (laughs) it's bad i mean they didn't announce that that was like a leak right it was a leak yeah i think it's uh, several sources have said that Mm -hmm. so if you're gone by now but sorry but, but they're gonna get bought by chance the rapper and it'll become probably not sound chance i've got like a dollar right now cloud cloud rapper chance cloud rapper cloud chance the cloud um (laughs) don't forget to rate us five stars on itunes we dropped to four and a half stars what (gasps) what did they say mark no one said anything you don't have to say anything you coward come (laughs) over here and whatever criticisms you have i'll give you mark's address no wait no no no. (laughs) it's uh the same as luca's social security that we already read um just kidding we didn't read that um what it's great (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i think yeah so itunes twitter gmail stardust crusaders subreddit you can find the episodes there you can tune into my asmr podcast (laughs) on youtube just uh look up miles asmr on youtube also known as a m y l e s r (laughs) 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 how it ends anyway good night Oh, Chicas, thanks Bye. thanks for, for being on. Yeah. And stuff. You should watch more JoJo's. Well, now that you're watching them all together, it's not a way that I can watch it. <laughs> it gets a little trickier. That's true. But um, I'll, I'll watch it. I can send it to you, and you should just, just watch the anime from the beginning. All right. I think you should. Yeah, from the beginning. Okay. I believe you. You get to learn a lot about Dio as a child. I am very interested. Dio is very mysterious to me right now. He's super cool. So I'm curious. Anyway. I kind of want to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, you've been hitting towards this. We. Uh, good. I don't know what this is. I'm waiting to see if anything good happens. <laughs> I'm waiting for Miles to start singing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>